<laughs> What's going on, gang? What the hell is good? Had to inhale, exhale, breathe on it. It's your boy, Phantom Fuego. P-H-A-N-T-M-P-H-U-E-G-O. And you are now tuned into the news, views, previews, and reviews. With just a twist of his ghetto point of view. Ooh. 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 Thank you guys so much for rocking and vibing as always. Any questions, comments, critiques, criticisms, you know where to reach us. You know where to reach us. You know where to reach us. Oh, man, it feels so good to be back into the flow. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. H-I-S-G-H-E-T-T-O-P-O-I-N-T. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. Hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. Hope you guys are having an amazing September. Hope you guys had a restful summer. Your summer wrapped up well. You know what I'm saying? We jumped off kind of like at the end of July. I've been rocking again since 9-8. You know, it was just... Just needed a few time, a few ticks to just refresh, re recalibrate. You know what I'm saying? Get get things back in order. Get get the head right. Shout to the boy Oscar Jolly. If you haven't had a chance yet, please check out the previous episode with an amazing interview with the boy Oscar Mikhail Jolly, amazing artist, producer, singer, rapper, songwriter. I mean, the dude. He just filling so many hats. Just a cool stand-up individual, nice, nice, cool young cat, man. But um, musical talent as well, beyond his years. And uh, I think he's got a very long life in his music game coming his way. So uh, check him out, the boy Oscar Mikael Jolly. Check out all the previous interviews. I uh, have so many um, amazing guests that I've been blessed to uh, have the, hit these airwaves from uh, Shona J., of Atlantic Records to Jess Blaze from No Filter Radio to so many amazing people, man. Um, <clears throat> Sankara, a.k.a. Sin, uh, the fashion designer, clothing extraordinaire, uh, an amazing eagle eye for the photography. Um, I mean, man, it's just been such a journey. Oh, Henny Cornelius, uh, Mandela Eskia. Uh, wow, I just... I've been so blessed. I'm so thankful. Commander Flame. So many, man. Christiana Jackson. Like, wow. Like, the list is just, it's just really adding up. Olivier. I mean, he popped through a few weeks ago. Uh, The model, R&B artist. Just amazing musician. Just a talented overall dude, man. It's, it's, It's been such a journey. It's been such a ride. Shout out to all of the amazing people who I've had on as guests. Shout out to all of the amazing artists whose music I play. Make sure you go run their stuff up. Damo so crazy. Shout out to him. He came on a couple weeks ago. Also blessed us with an amazing interview. Shout out to everybody, man. Um, It's just been a dope, dope fucking ride, man. Uh, I can't. I can't say enough good things. Descending MC, Jay Swiss, Deuce Ellis, man. It's... 
it's just been it's just been so amazing and I, i'm 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 so forever grateful for for the time those artists those entrepreneurs those executives those those brilliant minds uh have given to the program and uh we've only just begun there's so many other people who already lined up to uh you know come in and kick some game and drive some jewels and gems and you know i'm very much looking forward to it man it's going to be it's going to be really tope times uh key to p uh shout to hirsch shout to chocolate brown shout shout to all of the amazing artists who've come through and done interviews shout to all of the amazing execs the producers the behind the scenes people the in front of the scenes people who've come through and just you know given us insight and given us their perspective and uh given us frame of mind and uh reference points based on their experiences and and the times they've had in this amazing world uh their ups their downs their successes their triumphs and failures so that me we might all learn and uh be better for it it's your boy Phantom Fuego, man. P H A N T M P H U E G O. Please continue always to donate, man. Give till it helps, not till it hurts. But please give, 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 and give some more. Give as much as you can. Tell a friend to tell a friend to give and support independent media like shows like this, his ghetto point of view, and any other amazing shows you know <clears throat> that offer you in depth analysis, offer perspective, offer insights, bring on amazing guests. Uh, so you can get not just that person's perspective, but the perspective of other people and their narratives and their tales and their stories and their, you know, their, their hurdles, um, their mountains they've climbed that have been some steep, some no hills, but you know, we've all gotten through it in our own special ways and our own unique ways. And, and the lessons we've learned from all those failures collectively, uh, it's like, it's like roadmaps to success, man. Success leaves clues, success leaves hints, success leaves trails, Success leaves breadcrumbs. So please, please continue to give, give, give on PayPal at phantom, paypal.me forward slash phantom fuego. That is paypal.me forward slash phantom, P-H-A-N-T-M fuego, P-H-U-E-G-O. That's paypal.me forward slash phantom fuego, P-H-A-N-T-M P-H-U-E-G-O on Venmo, Venmo, Venmo at Phantom, P-H-A-N-T-M dash, that's the low line in the middle, Fuego, P-H-U-E-G-O dash 42. So that's Phantom dash Fuego dash the number four, the number two. Two ways to give. Either way is super appreciated. Help us out. And don't forget, tell a friend to tell a friend. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the show. Sundays and Wednesdays is when we get to it. You know how we do it. It ain't nothing to it. As we roll into October, we'll be formally back into the full schedule, and uh, we'll have tons of guests on. And it'll be a good time, man. It'll be a good time. We just uh, getting back into the swing of things. So I appreciate the patience, man. And I appreciate everybody who's vibed with the show. Let people know what your favorite episode is. Always let us know in the DMs of our Instagram pages, His Ghetto Point of View. HGPOV, HGPOV show. Uh, check us out, man. Just Google his ghetto point of view and uh, we'll come up. And no matter which platform you're on, make sure you hit that bell, hit that notification. So when we come up, when we pop up, you know that we here for you with this latest episode of the Jitter show. 
in all of his lands. The juiciest show in the stratospheres. His ghetto point of view. It's your boy Phantom Fuego. Let's go. Be right back. Get to this first story. Y'all not gonna want to miss this one, man. This is freaking crazy. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you so much as always for rocking and grinding. So yeah, we finna address the thirty elephants in the goddamn room right now. We definitely finna address the thirty elephants in the mother freaking room right now. It's very interesting what's going on. It's very interesting what's going on. It's very interesting what's going on. It is 30 elephants in the goddamn room and don't nobody want to talk about it. How we ain't finna speak on this? The street's been real goddamn quiet. The street's been real goddamn quiet. Everybody was talking crazy. Wasn't they talking crazy though? Wasn't they talking crazy? Like the spice level was like, ay, ay, ay. The spice level was how you catch you in the black. <laughs> it was how you catch you in the goddamn black. What you talking about, Phantom? For those that are unaware, in the news, according to the Hill. Shout out to the Hill. I like the Hill. I'm not even gonna lie. I really do genuinely like the Hill. You know, I do understand it is leaning. A bit leftist. A bit leftist. Moderate leftist. But I, 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 like, I like it. You know what I'm saying? They're not afraid to cover a story, even if it's a story that makes the left look bad. Which I mean, I guess, is the quasi-inertial position a publication, a news publication, an investigative uh, journal that claims to reside on, on you know... That makes its home in Washington, D.C., the DMV area. I guess that's the position they would have to take because, you know, allegedly the Washington, you know, for those that don't know, it's not alleged. Washington, D.C. is not a state. So technically, it is supposed to be an impartial area. And uh, quiet is kept. Some people would argue Washington, D.C. is the end of the jurisdiction of the United States. What? I was just checking to see if fucking if if it broke when I said that. Damn, did it break? <laughs> Thought I broke this shit. Yeah, man. Um, some people would argue that the end of the 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 territory known as the District of Columbia is all of the area that encompasses the United States actual authority jurisdiction. And that all the other authority the United States gets is due to the power given to her by her constituency, these states which operate under her leadership, under her authority, under her charter, if you will. Because don't don't ever forget, guys, that all of these things all just started out as business investments. What? Yo, you chatting today, fan. What are you talking about? Like, don't forget, man. Like, these things were literal companies. The Virginia Plymouth Company. The Dutch New England Company. The Dutch East India Company. The Dutch West India Company. Like, these things were literally 
companies. These were ventures, incorporated institutions, which had charters, mission statements, staff, boards of directors, investors, and plans to make money by any means necessary. Well, not necessarily by any means, but whatever their mission to charter was, whether it was to go, in the case of a King Leopold, and go conquer the Congo, or if it was the case of a Christopher Columbus, some would argue that wasn't the man's even actual name, but if it was in the case of a Christopher Columbus uh, going to Asia, India, wherever the hell he's supposed to allegedly be going, that he ended up here in the Americas. Um, But that's just a fucking lie, man. Like, let's just keep it a stack. We ain't even got time for the lies no more. Christopher Columbus and his manifest and in his writings is clearly documented as saying he was coming to the Americas. You could take it and let it alone. Christopher Columbus was clearly chronicled as himself stating he was coming to the Americas. This was El Dorado. This was the lost city of gold. This was this was the new this was the true old world. This was the Garden of Eden. This was the true Ethiopia. This was Atlantis. This was the place the ancients dwelt. This was the land of the giants. This was the place of the myths. This was the land of the mermaids, the land of milk and honey, the land of gold, the land of of all of those precious things. And Christopher Columbus argued that he saw himself in the Bible, in the in the prophecies of the Bible. This is literally what Christopher Columbus says in his diaries, which you can read yourself if you just Google them. They ain't even hiding this shit, y'all. It's just sad as hell. You know, we just a little silly. We just a little silly. Anybody who says I'm lying, feel free to refute me with actual data. You can refute me by just cursing me out, too, and telling me shut the fuck up. I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, all that all that chitty-chatter that didn't matter. You can do that. But, um, yeah, if we, if we really just going to talk, gang, you know what I'm saying? But let's just really chop it up. You know what I mean? Let's chop shop. I'm I'm tired of beating around the bush about shit. Because it don't really help nobody. It doesn't help my fucking community. It doesn't help me. It doesn't help any fucking body. And if I can do anything with this time, I want to make sure I help people as much as possible. So if I can bestow as many gems of wisdom, uh, nuggets of historical accuracy as I can in this time. And, you know, feel free to triple, quadruple, quintuple check the kid, septuple check me, tell me I'm fucking wrong. You know, that he didn't know where he was going. He came here while he was searching for Asia and trying to get spices and all those things. In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Just happens at the same time in 1492, the Moors were being kicked out of Spain. Just happens to be the same time, right? I guess that has no correlation, though. It's just all a coincidence. It's just all a coincidence that there were Moors, quote-unquote Moors people on the boat verified with Christopher Columbus as part of his seafaring crew, as part of his travel gang, as part of his regiment, as part of his team of seamen. 
Ross. As part of his regiment, as part of his crew, he had Maurice, Maurice people. So, what truly did happen in 1492? Was it just Columbus sailing the ocean blue looking for America? I want to live in America. I want to live in America. Was he just looking for, for Spain? I mean, was he just looking for Asia on behalf of Spain to trade spices? Was it something more sinister? Columbus has went down as being one of the most notorious slave traders in all of history. Not only a slave trader, but a child sex trafficker. Columbus is historically documented as taking the children, very young children of the natives of the Caribbean islands of South America, of Mesoamerica, And selling them for as much money as possible to the highest bidders or giving them as rewards to his men. And the better they would do, the more, the younger the women he would try to reward them is what is written and reported in, you know, multiple history books. And please, please, please. Tell me I'm bugging, and this is not being disrespectful to no, to nobody of Italian nature, um, to nobody of Italian heritage, to no Catholics, uh, to no Americans, to any Americans, I should say. This is not to be disrespectful to anybody um, of the Catholic faith, anybody who identifies as Italian, Italian-American, Christian, Catholic Christian. This is not to be disrespectful at all. This is just to kind of clear up some misconceptions and some uh, misrepresentations. Uh, I'm not going to be here for the misrepresentation, guys. If there's anything I'm going to give on this channel, it's, it's truth. And if I don't know the truth, I'm going to try to find the truth and bring it to you because that's what his ghetto point of view should be about. It should be about growth and development and me being able to check my ego at the door and say, hey, yeah, I understand for the bag. To take care of my family, to take care of my beautiful family, I could just be quiet about shit. I could just lie. I could just go with the the status quo narratives. But that wouldn't be Phantom Fuego. That wouldn't be Flame You. And you Flame You. Always here to teach a lesson. You Flame You, and I'm here to teach a lesson. You flame you when I'm here to get some blessings. You flame you when I'm here to get some blessings. So I know. So without further ado, uh, so without further ado or uh, objection, I'm. <laughs> my brain is such a weapon. Everything I speak, I'm manifesting. Cause put the work behind it. So what? The, so put the work behind it, and I put the work behind it, and I plan with some direction. Hey, everything I speak, I'm manifesting. Put the work behind it and I play with some direction. <laughs> Twisting and I'm turning, speeding down that intersection. Twisting and I'm turning, speeding down that intersection. The littlest life, littlest life of a young legend. <laughs> 
This life of a young legend, a blessing life from a young legend. I spit they get to stepping. A smooth brother moving like a reverend. Hey, cool, 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 chill, chill, chill. But hey, but all jokes aside, man. Let's jump into this article. Maybe you'll see what I'm talking about. The Hill. Shouts to the Hill, right? A hospital in upstate New York will be stopped delivering babies later this month after 30 staffers quit in protest of the facility's COVID-19 vaccine mandate. What the you heard that? A hospital in upstate New York will no longer be delivering babies as of October 1st because at least 30 staffers have quit. 30 hospital staff have quit due to COVID-19 mandates. The only hospital staff that matters when it's time to deliver babies are nurses and doctors. Perhaps the anesthesiologist as well. But in the would they be classified separately or would they just be under the guise of a, under the categories of doctors? Not sure. But if I can't deliver babies, the people who are not around are more than likely nurses, doctors, and or anesthesiologists. If 30, if a group of 30 of that, like 12 nurses, six doctors, and two anesthesiologists quit, hold up, that's only 20. Sheet, if 15 nurse, God damn, these numbers starting to sound crazy. If 17 nurses, 10 doctors, and three anesthesiologists walk the fuck out the hospital, and this is a hospital upstate, not in the city, God damn, that's a good part of the staff. Staff of a hospital upstate in New York with a small population, couple in the thousands, probably only a couple hundred. Hospital staff with including janitors and security and all that. And and uh EMTs who, you know, may not be technically hospital staff, but come to the hospital to work so frequently, uh bringing patients, etc. They're kind of like considered part of the rotation there. 100, 175 maybe, max? 150, 175 max staff at a hospital, maybe upstate. That serves like maybe like 15, 20,000 people in a community. Maybe 200 people staff. In the bigger parts of upstate. Where it's like larger, denser populations, but they have like maybe 50, 100,000 people in the town. Maybe it's 200, 300 people staff. So maybe. Doubt it. It's a lot of salaries to pay for a small area. And you just think to yourself, well, what would make 30 people not want to take the jab? Is something in the jab that would make 30 people be like, nah, I'm good. 30, not one, not 10, not five, 30. I just said one, then 10, then five. Well, I guess you could do that. Whatever. 30, 30 motherfuckers said, nah, I'm good on this. Think about that. Like, think about 
Think about how many people, 30 people could help at a hospital. And this is the baby delivery wing, y'all. Think about how serious that is. We can no longer bring life into the world safely in this area. So now people will probably have to travel further to get to the hospital, to get to their appointments. Women will have to probably go further out. Or hopefully they'll be able to do their appointments still locally, but then have to go further out to actually do the procedures or have give birth. To me, it's just crazy. And so what are we saying? Are we saying these 30 medical professionals don't know the science? Because you'll hear people say, oh, they're stupid. They're selfish. They don't know anything. They're retarded. And that, that that's really troubling because literally, literally less than 12 months ago, these people were our heroes. Frontline heroes. These motherfuckers needed Marvel movies less than 12 months ago. But the narratives change, man. Motherfuckers out here is fickle like the wind down a Chicago chilly night. Boy, damn, y'all motherfuckers fickle. Say, yo. Thirty people, like that's damn near some. That's a whole. That's a like if those thirty people work in the same wing, that could literally be the staff of a whole shift. Thirty people could literally be the staff of a whole wing or the floor of a hospital at a given time in a small area. So they have to close down their ability to deliver fucking babies. Deliver fucking babies, man. Like, babies don't stop coming no day of the fucking month. This is the one thing you will constantly deal with is babies popping out. 24 motherfucking 7. So just for a town to have to be like, yo, the thing we're going to have to kill in this particular hospital is babies being delivered. That's like, what the fuck? Huh? What the fuck? Crazy. Like, that's... I don't even know how to describe how crazy that is, y'all. You don't, you just imagine just walking in the hospital, ain't no one there, or Rick Grimes walking dead, waking up in the hospital, no one there, or the nigga from 2027 waking up, yo, we got to talk about that shit too, man, because that shit, have y'all seen this shit, this motherfucker supposedly in 2027 on his TikTok? And nobody's fucking around, man. No one's there. Like, nobody. Nobody's fucking there at all. No one is there. No one is there. No one is there. But 
for some reason he he's postulating he's alleging he's stating that somehow 2027 and 2021 have some type of connection so he's able somehow from the internet in 2027 to communicate with people in 2021 using tiktok and other apps How this is possible, guys? Fucking above my pay grade. Real talk. Is it just some movie shit? Could be. Could he just be an agent? Just being planted to kind of ingrain us with the idea that something like this is possible? Predictive programming. Suggestion. Repeated amounts of suggestion until you are desensitized and susceptible to the suggestion that this is reality now. All things are possibly true. But even if it's fake, what the fuck are they trying to set us up for then? If it's real, what the fuck happened to everybody? Why is he the only survivor? If it's not real, what the fuck are they trying to set up? Because to have this one person who's like a lone person like i am legend will smith vibe minus the dog this motherfucker done been everywhere so when people on his tiktok i communicate with him telling him go places and again this could all be set up in stunts and these could all be actors either way what are you trying to get people to accept if this is the narrative you're feeding them via multiple social media platforms he's got the tiktok i believe he also has a uh an instagram and a twitter and he's just seen walking around aimlessly hours at a time or, you know, people, quote unquote, people, people who could just be actors, people who could have been played in advance, people who would have, could just be playing along with the whole thing are asking him, go get a car, go to the police station, go to this school, go here, go there. And the stuff is completely empty. 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 That is a very troubling premonition. What happened to everybody? Where did everybody go? Will he find anybody? Again, if it's fake, what are they trying to set us up for that they want us to think that's real? If it is real, what the fuck happened to everybody? Neither premise is good. Neither position is a positive one. People be like, oh, that's fake. Fine, if it's fake, then why are they showing it to us then? That's not something that it's free or cheap or inexpensive to put together. I mean, the dude's literally going into arenas, going into football stadiums, picking up clothing and jerseys from inside the locker rooms of professional football players in huge stadiums, driving off the lot with fancy cars, going into the police station with keys. If all of that is fake, that is a huge production. What are you suggesting to the public by paying for and organizing such a huge, massive production of one person being around, being able to do whatever, and being able to communicate with people six years ago? Or six years prior, I should say. What are you trying to influence the people to think is possible with that type of program?
can't be fucking nothing. I don't want to hear nothing. I absolutely don't want to fucking hear nothing. There's no way it's for nothing. And if it's real, and the government and media is just being hushed about it, and they know it's completely fucking real, it's like, oh my God. What the f- That's why you have to support his ghetto point of view and other independent news sources, guys. Because these motherfuckers will keep us in the dark, man. They'll keep us in the fucking dark, man. They will keep us in the fucking dark about everything. About business, politics, war. How to get your money up. How to start brands and companies. The latest in tech, the latest in sport, the latest in fashion. They'll keep us in the dark. So it's time for us to consume. Support your local. Support your indie. Support your unconventional. Support your out of the box. Support your unique and weird as fuck. Media outlets gang. Mines are paypal.me forward slash phantom fuego, P-H-A-N-T-M, P-H-U-E-G-O, or Venmo at pay phantom, P-H-A-N-T-M, dash, what's the little line in the middle, fuego, P-H-U-E-G-O, dash, the number four, the number two, so phantom, dash, fuego, dash, four, two, numbers, so 42, the number four, the number two, not F O R T Y T W O T O O T O, whatever other way people are spelling T these days. None of that. None of that. Thank you guys so much for all the support. You have no idea. Like, really, no idea. It is so freaking appreciated. So, this article in the Hill continues a hospital in upstate New York. We'll stop delivering babies later this month after 30 staffers quit in protest of the facility's COVID-19 mandate. Lewis County Health System CEO Gerald Kayer announced at a press conference on Friday that Lewis County General Hospital will be unable to safely staff its maternity department beginning September 25th. The number of resignations received leaves us no choice but to pause delivering babies. At Lewis County General Hospital, Kayer said the resignations came after the hospital two weeks ago revised its emergency regulation requiring vaccines for employees, taking away the option for a for a religious exemption. Medical exemptions, however, are still permitted, allegedly. The policy change followed an announcement from then New York Governor Andrew Cuomo that said all healthcare workers in the state must be at least partially vaccinated against COVID-19 by September 22nd. Of the 30 employees who resigned from Lowes County General Hospital, 21 work in clinical areas. So these are serious staff. He said that 464 individuals in the Lowes County Health System are vaccinated, a 73% vaccination rate for its employees. However, still there are still, however, 165 individuals who are not vaccinated and have not yet signaled what their plans are as the September 27th deadline to receive a first shot inches closer. Three employees have been approved for medical exemptions and 12 have said they plan to present a medical exemption, Kayer said. 
adding the hospital is still waiting to review the documentation. Kayer warned that other clinical departments in the hospital are at risk because of the number of unvaccinated individuals working in those departments. We as employees have an obligation not to put those we care for or our co-workers at risk, he added. The CEO said that said all hospital employees, including members of medical and nursing staff, contract staff, volunteers and students are required to abide by the mandate. Since the mandate was announced, 30 additional employees from the hospital have gotten vaccinated. The coronavirus is already affecting hospital employees. Five individuals are in quarantine, five others are in isolation, and four community members are hospitalized with the virus, according to CARE. The controversy at the New York hospital comes amid a nationwide spike in COVID-19 cases, driven largely by the highly contagious Delta variant, which is now the dominant strain in the U.S. Okay, right, so shout to the Hill for this article. Now, I'm not a doctor. So everything I'm going to say is the words of a non-medical professional. So you can take this shit and let it alone. But here we go, right? The the coronavirus shot is for COVID-19. Though it is reported to give allegedly some protection, reportedly, excuse me, not allegedly, reportedly some protection against the Delta variant, it is a shot that was designed to fight COVID-19, not COVID-Delta. Right? Tell me when I say something wrong. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His H I S ghetto G H E T T O point P O I N T. His ghetto point of O F view V I E W. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. When I say something wrong tonight, I want you. To get in my ass. Pause. <laughs> if I say anything inaccurate tonight, I want you to let me fucking have it. You understand me? All right. So let's dig deep. Slow and deep. Shouts to kill a priest. Slow and deep like the monks breathe. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> Mm-hmm. Slow and deep on this one. We going, we going, we we gonna take our time today. All right. So check this out. Mofo's already know the vibes. Mofo's already know the vibes. You got thirty hospital staffers quitting, right? I guess they don't know the science. I guess they don't trust the science. I guess they don't understand how, I guess, much of a rock star Anthony Fauci is supposed to be. I mean, tell me why. Sorry for that sound in the back, gang. Tell me why. 
we think these staffers quit. And let's not pretend like this is an outlier situation. No, no, no. This is becoming the norm. Even the largest NYPD union is having reservations about the vaccine. And uh, some people are trying to say, oh, it's a, they're only doing this for money. Listen, unions are in business to make money. The unions could be holding out, acting like they give a damn about their employees, acting like they give a damn about the workers that fund the union. When the people at the top of the union could just be holding out for a huge check. Very true. We'll see what happens. But according to the New York Post, NYPD's largest police unions vowed to sue over possible vaccine mandate. The Big Apple's largest police union told its members Wednesday that it would sue the city if cops are required to get the COVID-19 vaccine. The Post has learned. So now we got 30 staffers quitting upstate. And we have the Post reporting the New York Police Department's biggest union has reported that they would sue if cops are mandated to get the vaccine. If the city attempts to impose a vaccine mandate on the PBA members, and for those that don't know, PBA is the Policemen's Benevolence Association, which is the union for the NYPD. Yes, there are other NYPD unions because, you know, there's sergeant unions, detective unions. There's all different other layers, you know what I mean? And you can join those other unions as you advance and move in and move up, etc. But the PBA is the union for all the cops. All the dudes who walk the beat and everybody in between walks through those PBA doors. You understand me? This is a very powerful institution. It's a very powerful union. Very powerful lobbyists, etc. And for those that don't know, lobbyists are those who like go and woo and dine and wine. Lawmakers, legislative peoples, people who write through it, write or make or influence the rules uh, for the purpose of getting the rules written in their favor. Those are what lobbyists or lobbyers do, right? Take you out to lunch, take you to a strip club, buy you some good weed, buy you some good coke, get you a few nice prostitutes. Whatever you like to do, get your wife a nice kitchen set, get you guys some new appliances for your kitchen, fridge, blenders, washer dryer, steam clean. Like, you don't understand how the, the lobby game is crazy. But anyway, I digress. The article in the post continues, if the city attempts to impose a vaccine mandate on the PBA members, we will take legal action to defend our members' rights to make such personal medical decisions. Police Benevolent Association President Patrick Lynch wrote in an email. And again, Patrick Lynch could just be holding out for the brag. He could be holding out for the bitty, bitty brag. I am not disagreeing with that. He could just be saying all this to make his workers all, yeah, yeah, Patrick Lynch stands with us. The PBA stands with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get them all hyped. Get them all rallied up. Get them all, nah, nah, nah. We not taking it. The check get cut. 
And then he just starts slowly inching off for that position and starts slowly leaning him toward taking it and starts slowly telling him the benefits, you know. And before they look up, they all got the shot. That is a possible play. So people who are in law enforcement that might be listening, be careful because you never know what the game is. But those who are in law enforcement generally are pretty swift to when people are lying to them. So, you know, hopefully they can keep up with this, right? But it's not just the police. Firefighters, EMTs, teachers, a lot of different workers in New York City, a lot of different unions in New York City are all holding out. Could they all be holding out for the bag? Yes, that is fucking completely possible. That is absolutely a thousand percent a huge possibility. There could be a coordinated effort by all of these elected union leaders to act like they're going to hold out and then cave once the checks come. Listen, stranger things have happened in this here city, guys. Article continues. The announcement comes on the heels of Mayor Mayor Bill de Blasio's announcement requiring all New York City school staffers to get the jab. As of this writing, the city has not indicated whether it will attempt to impose vaccine mandates on other city workers, including police officers. Lynch added the message to its members obtained by the Post is the first public comment by the PBA. The PBA has made about mandating the vaccine since the cops were able to get immunized. The NYPD has the NYPD was one of the first groups eligible for the vaccine in January after all the city unions banded together and lobbied for cops to jump in line. Hmm. NYPD officers, though, have been hesitant to get the jab, with the latest figure showing only 47% immunization rate among the entire uniformed and civilian workforce. And to be honest, guys, if they're saying it's 47 it might be like 30, 25, <laughs> 14, Jesus. Anyway, the police commissioner, Dermot Shea, said Tuesday he was 100% behind mandating the vaccine, but the responsibility on lawmakers, but put the responsibility on lawmakers to make the call. Damn, Dermot Shea. Oh, so you already got the bag. Of course, he's the commissioner of the police. He didn't already got the bag. He didn't already got the bag. But uh, the police union guys, you know, they ain't get the big bag yet. Allegedly, allegedly, uh, fucking allegedly, because they could just be a thousand percent being good to their rank and file because they've been walking those beats, too. And they know how it is. And they know that a lot of their rank and file just don't want to do it. So, uh, listen, different strokes rule the world. You know what I'm saying? The union previously said it opposed a vaccine mandate last December after the FDA approval after the FDA approved after FDA, the FDA approval emergency authorization of the vaccine and vials were on their way to New York for officers. Shea said that said at that time the vaccine would not be mandatory. Then YPD was one of the hardest hit agencies when the first wave of coronavirus ravaged the city. At one point, nearly 20% of the rank-and-file officers were out sick with COVID or quarantining from close contact. 60 members of the NYPD's uniformed and civilian employees have died after contracting the virus, with 
three dying just last week. R.I.P. to those brave, brave warriors, civilian and unciv and those who actually walk the streets. We appreciate everything that NYPD does. And that's like literally no cap. What I don't fucking like is these officers that's literally sitting out here still playing in the streets, still gang affiliated, still using those ties to get drugs, get money in the streets while they playing like they want to be a cop. When in reality, they might just be a cop to be a gangbanger and just be doing that shit just to gangbang at a different level. Like, I mean, it's very well documented. Like, you see, like, people from the Mexican gangs are in the California police and the California sheriffs. There's been excellent stories done on that by the New York Times. Uh, L.A. gang members... Uh, who were police who possibly were involved in the shootings of the notorious B.I.G., also known as Biggie Smalls, and Tupac Shakur. Uh, allegedly, uh, L.A. gang members were who were also now on the force, the police force and the LAPD at that time, had a lot to do with the murders of those two gentlemen, along with other prominent figures in uh, the music and entertainment industry. And uh, so if you think it's any different in the New York or any major city where there are cops, any major city where there are cops and there are gang banging kids who came from those cities who then came up to become cops, you best believe a couple of those kids still got ties to the streets. Some of those kids use those ties to the streets to actually be better law enforcement, to do better by the community, to do better for the city, to be able to have a hand in this the positive and negative of the city at the same time because it's not about being one or the other it's about the yin and the yang it's about the push and the pull it's about the feng and the shui it's about how you can make both work and be the best in the gray you know what i'm saying and so some people use that to be like yo yeah i know all the hood niggas part of my french but i know all the hood niggas so yo we gonna throw a block party every weekend over the summer from july the second weekend in July to the third weekend in August, we're going to have a little basketball tournament, barbecues, block party vibe going. I'm going to talk to the gang leaders and make sure, yo, ain't no shooting, ain't no problems going on when I when I have all the police out here at the parks because I don't want the police to actually have to do shit. I'm just going to have them standing there because that's what I fucking have to do. But I'm really relying on the hood niggas to be the real fucking security. And I'll take care of them on the side afterwards or whatever I have to do. Some type of complimentary things I have to work out for them. Help other people look the other way for them, etc. Actual cash that has to exchange hands. Whatever that might be as a police officer, I would kind of intermingle that and use that leverage for the good of the community. But you have officers who do the opposite and use that leverage to still be a leech upon the community, still get drug money off the block into each his own. And I salute your hustle. Nigga, do what you do. Live by your sword, die by your sword. You know what I'm saying? I can't live your life for you. I can't do your thing like you do it. And what I eat don't make you shit. So I get it. Just wouldn't be my thing. Just wouldn't be my cup of tea. Just would not be my thing at all. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, we got the NYPD union vaccine. Let's let's keep this going. FDNY. 
So, article in The Hill, shouts to The Hill again, FDNY, and this is an article from just from July 26th. FDNY union comes out against the Blasio vaccine requirement. Article by Joseph Choi. A union that represents emergency workers with the New York City Fire Department is speaking out against New York Mayor Bill de Blasio's new rule that re- that requires all city employees to either get vaccinated against COVID-19 or submit to weekly testing. De Blasio on Monday announced that all city employees will be required to get vaccinated or be undergoing or begin undergoing weekly tests beginning September 13th. And we are actually at the start of that now. There we go. <laughs> this rule applies to the police department, school employees, and other agencies within the city government. FDNY EMS Local 2507. So this is the EMTs. is strongly opposed to these new workplace mandates being forced upon all 4,300 of our members by Bill de Blasio. These must be a subject of collective bargaining. The city and mayor cannot simply disregard the civil liberties of the workforce, the union said in a statement. Uh, article goes on to say our members at FDNY EMS are highly trained medical professionals, yet they continue to be disrespected and disregarded by city leadership, which believes we can feed our families on poverty wages. The union said instead of dictating more royal edicts upon workers, the mayor should instead concentrate on providing more support for the men and women who serve the New York City's medical as who serve as New York City's medical first responders. So that is the NYPD, the FDNY. So So, well, uh, according to the Vision Times, uh, NYCT, NYC Teachers Union wins case against COVID-19 vaccine mandate restrictions remain for businesses and children. The UFT, the United Federation of Teachers, the largest teachers union in New York City, has won a battle to prevent members from getting fired if they do not wish to get the coronavirus disease 2019 vaccine as mandated by the administration. The city administration had previously adopted an an adamant stance insisting that all teaching staff employed by New York City Department of Education be vaccinated by September 27th, providing no exemptions on medical grounds. The mandate affects approximately 148,000 employees. According to an independent arbitrator who presided over the case, members with documented medical afflictions cannot be expelled for not taking a vaccine. Those with a contradiction for the vaccine, as defined by the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention, or the CDC, can be exempt. Contradiction is the situation in which a drug, surgery, or procedure cannot be used on an individual to the harm that it can could be incurred. Religious exemptions can also be approved. However, such exemptions will not be applicable if the leader of the religious group has spoken in favor of the vaccine. People who are granted exemptions should be kept in the city's 
of the city's payroll and offered assignment outside of classrooms. Ooh, oh, sugar biscuits. Yo, low key, I'm about to say something that nobody might like. But yo, all praise due to Allah for the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. Yo, I think everybody needs to jump in with the joint the nation right now. Because Minister Louis Farrakhan, as of July 4th, his broadcast where he talked about the vaccine, he was very adamantly against the vaccine. And he is the leader of the nation of Islam. So, if you a teacher, <laughs> you might want to sell bean, bean pies and final call on the weekend, man. I'm just saying. I mean, Jeez. <laughs> you might want to sell bean pies and final calls on the weekend. Shout out to my brothers in the nation of Islam and the queens in the nation. Knocking people out. Yo, the queens in the nation of Islam, a lot of them take martial arts, man. A lot of them women in the nation of Islam take martial arts, man. Like, don't go up to them sisters in the nation. I know they be looking good, man. A lot of them sisters be looking so beautiful. And I mean this respectfully. Because I don't want a knock on my door. <laughs> I'm, I'm letting you know now. I don't want no knocks on my door. I don't want nobody seeing me in the street. Hey, brother, we need to talk about how you was talking about the sisters. We don't talk about the sisters like that over here, brother. Our queens, our goddesses, brother, ought to be protected, brother, respected, brother, revered and upheld, brother. We don't talk about them, brother. Like you talked about them. I think you need to have a meeting with the minister. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I don't want none of those problems. You know what I'm saying? So before. Before. Before it get there. Let me just chill the fuck out. Let me say a capital R. I'm rolling the R's. My brothers, my sisters, and my kings, and my queens, and the nation of Islam. I'm rolling the R's. Respectfully. Right? There's some beautiful... Oh, my God. Respectfully, man. There's some beautiful, 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 beautiful sisters in the nation of Islam. Right? Oh, man. Man, man, man. Man, right? But these women can fight and they will like break your damn jaw. <laughs> like a lot of these women are like purple belts, brown belts, red belt, black belts. A lot of these women are black belts and they're like senseis at dojos around the fucking country. Crazy assistant senseis, like Shions, teachers, instructors. They literally like they're fighters, like really like well trained. A well-trained female military. I'm not mad at it neither. All praise to them, man. All praise due to Allah for that, man. Jeez. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. 
oh, you Muslim saying I'm fucked up. Nah, not even. I just, I, I respect every house where the name of God is revered. You understand? I don't know that I'm not Muslim either. I don't know my full genealogy, my full history, so I don't know what religion my family was back in the day. I honestly don't. I've taken on a lot of information in my travels, and I've learned a lot of things. And the more I learn, the little, the, the, the more I realize how little I actually know. But, um, yeah, man, shit crazy. Shit absolutely crazy out here. Shit is absolutely crazy out here. So, we got the teachers union winning a lawsuit. Let's continue to dig into this article. Shout to the Vision Times. Uh, arbitration also calls for temporary exemptions in cases where a UFT member has also has received a monoclonal antibody treatment in the past 90 days or has suffered from suffered from heart inflammation. Other unvaccinated UFT members will be given unpaid leave but will retain their health coverage or be offered a severance package. If a member chooses to the unpaid leave option, he or she will have till September 2022 to get vaccinated and return to work. If the deadline passes, the member will be deemed to have resigned. Damn, so they're going to give you a whole year. Arbitration finding does not resolve the underlying issue of whether the city has legal authority to issue such a mandate for teachers and other city workers. The question of the city's legal authority can only be resolved by courts, the UFT said in a tweet. Just two days before the arbitration ruling, New York, New York Mayor Bill de Blasio had softened his stance on the issue, saying that medical and religious exemptions will be honored if approved, according to UFT President Michael Mulgrew. De Blasio's change in stance came as a result of pushback from the organization. After our demand for independent arbitration, the city backed off its initial position that all unvaccinated personnel be removed from payroll and will offer out-of-classroom work for those with certified medical or other conditions, Mulgrew said in a statement. UFT estimates that over 80% of the teachers have already been vaccinated. Mandates on business and school children. Meanwhile, New York City has deployed inspectors since september 13th to check whether the business vaccine mandate is being enforced according to the mandate passed by bill de blasio all weight workers and patrons aged 12 and, 12 and older at a business must have received at least the first dose of a covid 19 vaccine the mandate covers indoor fitness arenas entertainment venues eateries concert halls museums theaters and more and more the in, wow the inspectors Will, ins will assist business in setting up relevant protocols before starting to find them. For the first and second violations, businesses will be charged $1,000. For the third violation, $2,000 will be charged. All subsequent, subsequent violations will, be, will cost $5,000. Many businesses are struggling with the vaccine mandate. In an interview with Fox, restaurant owner Rich Romero said that while he wants to keep his staff and customers safe, the new rule presents a major challenge. Duh, like, duh, I'm going to continue with the article, y'all, but you know, his ghetto point of view, gotta, <laughs> duh, motherfucker, uh, we put our life savings on the line building these places, and we have to practice hospitality, so now that 
so now the angle so the angle now of us having to police people is pretty devastating we don't have security guards so to ask a counter person a hostess to ask for papers is a lot not nah, that definitely is because now you're going to get the hostess or the staff member who works the tables into a fight, a confrontation with people who don't want to show their papers, people who ain't really get vaccinated, people who want to just be antagonistic that night, but they get vaccinated, people who are drunk, people who are high, like, man, oh, to be those people. So, so we've heard from teachers, we've heard from the FDNY, we've heard from the NYPD, we know that 30 doctors quit. So we see, I mean, I think that's a fair assessment of a healthy portion of people that the government or our city relies on. I don't understand why we would continue to play this game. But we're going to take a quick break. This is his ghetto point of view, bringing you the news, views, previews, and reviews. But just a twist of his got a point of view. Ooh, 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 ooh. Very interesting, man. Please continue to donate. We'll be right back. Yo, what's up, yo? Me? Yeah, and it sounds crystal now. All right, work perfect. So tell me, first and foremost, how are you, good brother? Thank you so much for taking the time out, man. How's it been? Oh man, good man. Yeah, I actually just I just walked out of the guitar center like 30 minutes ago, actually. <laughs> oh wow. Talk about yeah. it. Yeah, I remember you lane. Right? <laughs> yeah, just throw cables, submitting cables and uh, uh monitor cables and uh mic not a mic stand, I had to get a keyboard stand. I just I just uh Oh, you got a MPC one, huh? You got a project in the works? Oh yeah, 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 bro, yeah. <laughs> you already know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's about to go down, bro. It's on the business, but I mean, now I'm gonna have to. Oh no, man! I'm a, you can't you can't just say that in in. <laughs> Not too, brother. Hold. We find out the yeah. king. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, you got a crazy that... project I'm gonna work on. That's excellent, man. That's that's very nice. Oh, before we get there, though, man, please, uh, can we just give the audience a bit of a like a uh, introduction to who you are and like uh, what has led you through this crazy journey we call life and up to this moment? Like, uh, were you always a, a Brooklyn bred individual? Did you like are you you uh, did you move here when you were young and then like just kind of become a New Yorker? Like, please, man, if you don't mind. Yeah, so uh, I moved here 20 years ago um, from Ohio. Came here to work on, you know, follow my dreams. Everybody, you know, we all have our dreams. You got to follow them. And it led me here to, and still doing my music, but I'm doing other stuff. You know, a lot of people think when they follow their dreams or something don't work out that that's just like the end all do all. But Music brought me to like different avenues. I met so many people through music. I got my first job after leaving the music industry at a music retail store, Guitar Center. Met a lot of people, you know, such as you, all kind of other people who uh, led me to get to where I'm currently at. Like the person who got me into real estate was 
one of my good one of my good clients from um was from um guitar center. Wow. So he he was the one. He was like, "Yo, you sh- you'll be really great for real estate." And I was telling him I was looking to you know switch up, switch up careers. And he was the one who really got me into uh, real estate at first. Wow. And from there, you know, it's just uh, been a grind for the last twelve years. That's insane, man. That's that's well. First of all, that I mean, it, like you said, it just shows you how music can take you to so many different places in life and through so many different avenues if you're just willing to walk through the doors and be. I mean, you, you're just the coolest hell dude anyway. So I, you know, you kind of, I don't mean to, you know, make you uncomfortable or nothing, but just to throw you some flowers, Tommy, like you're a super genius dude, man. Like every time I've I ever been around that, you, man. especially when we was, yeah, man, nah, for real, bro. When we was working together at Guitar Center, bro, like you, the way your mind thinks is so different, man. Like you, you, you are in your own zone, in your own space. And I mean that completely respectfully because sir, like oh, man. you think about that. things so different man you you have your own perspective on life and you're such a creative dude too so like you're, you know like you, you just tick you to your that? own beat bro yeah what's up it's like you know we all had our struggles going through this pandemic some sort of way and i was like man i'm too weird i'm too different i'm too strange and i and then one day i just embraced something yo me being weird strange whatever i'm calling it has given me the power to think out of the box and get to the certain places I've been at in my life that, you know, that my peers and other people I know personally haven't even, you know, even thought about touching because, you know, they're just thinking in a straight line. And it's not until I, I was like, you know, the pandemic's been hard on everybody. So we all had a downfall. And like, I feel like this pandemic was a time for everybody, like just to reconnect with themselves and reconnect with that part of you that makes you you. Definitely, very well said. Mm. That's dope, man. That's very yeah, dope. Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> I just no, to no, to please, to man. This yeah, the, the, this platform that. is about the no. This platform is about the the interviews, man. So feel free anytime you have something to to interject. Um. So that I mean that's awesome, man. Uh. Do you do you say do you feel that like uh. This time kind of gave you some uh, some clarity as opposed as to which direction you wanted to head, or did you already have a plan locked in anyway? And this just kind of gave you additional uh, time to get it done, as it were. This what, what this did it, it really it, it it broke me down. It was like it, it was like a, a if you were saying not to like go too crazy or uh, you know the audience, but like it's like some spiritual alchemy. You know, it was like the dissolution. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I dissolved myself back into, you know, the essence and it caused a little depression, you know, like everybody did because who I thought I was was different than who I really, really am because I started going in a different direction. And that was able to just, you know, dissolve all the other bullshit that I didn't need in my life, you know, the people and the things and really, it really like hit me as a, you need to really get into Right, you just being you. That's it. No, no fluff. You know, no dressing up the ego. None of the bullshit. Just be comfortable with who you are. Love yourself. That's you know, this was, this was how I was, what I was going through. Talking to myself, you know, through those times. 
just you know lo loving myself loving the things that i'm good at loving the things i'm bad at that i could get better at you know and then just embracing it because if i'd have had this time you know i would still be doing a lot of the other bullshit that was um holding me back from you know reaching some of my goals oh man that's that that's and I, th I think that that that's time well for some luckily it was it gave a lot of people that that moment of clarity like yo i really uh need to cut away the fat trim away the the extra as as it were and like really you know uh lock into the things that i truly love desiring and passionate about and see see what i can uh accomplish in those those lanes so that's really dope man i'm happy to hear that absolutely oh word let's let's take a step back though um so uh how said ohio right like like how was growing yeah. up out there man you know, it was, uh, it's like it, it, everybody's on the same, like, same mindset out there. Mm. Live, live, they're, they're on the same, like, every, mostly everybody I know still lives out there. Like, I got two friends from kindergarten, actually, who live here in the city. Um, and the three of us probably more successful than anybody else that we went to school with, besides a couple wow. of people, uh, a couple of, you know, like, ball players and stuff like that. Um, and it's because we had the idea, you know, to think out the box. You know, everybody else is married with kids, five, six kids over there back there, never even thinking about exploring. It's like, mm. you know, they say a tree. You never, you, you never heard of a tree that's not going to grow as, as tall as it can grow. So, I mean, if you're comfortable being in your hometown forever, but if everybody in your family has accomplished a certain level of accomplishments, I mean, it's probably not that far-fetched you're only going to accomplish as much as they are because mm. that's the environment you're in. Wow. Wow. There's nothing wrong with that. But right. if you want if you want to if you want to jump up and do do something bigger, man, you gotta, you know, you gotta jump out there. You gotta, you gotta, gotta go where the you. jumping can be happening. Absolutely. For sure. No, man. Very well said, man. Very well said. But yeah, so, it was pretty crazy, you know. I like when I was out there, like, I didn't do much. Like, I had the idea. Um, so I moved out here when I was 17, so I was mm. young. And I always knew I was going to move out here. So I, was just, I, would, I would make beats all day when I was in high school. I would I put them online. We didn't have the Spotify's and none of that back then, but it was this website called mp3.com, and you could earn royalties through that. So I was on the royalties through that, through that website. And I was helping buy all the equipment I needed. So I had like a little pretty pair, like five G's, five G's for like uh, a 15 year old back then. That's a lot of money. So I was able to buy all the gear that there was no way possible that I would ever get because I knew I wanted that gear too. I look at those gear in the magazine, I'm like, I'm gonna get that shit. And I didn't even know they were paying you money on mp3.com until one day they said, yo, uh, you're owed $500 in royalties. I'm like, $500? I'm like, yo, five hundred dollars, yo. When you're a kid, that shit sound like you're a millionaire, bro. And I was like, oh, you can make. I was like, you can make money. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna make dope beats and just keep putting them online. Keep putting them online. The more I got, the more listeners I could get. The more listeners I get, the more bread I could get. The more wow. bread I could get, quick I can get the fuck out of Ohio and get to New York. Wow, man. So it sounds like you've been you've been always a driven individual since like a very young age. Um, yeah, do you, do you what, 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 what that fire in you, man? Like, like, what initially gave you that spark that 
to constantly push for for the next level. I just always I always just had this idea if I could think of something I could and like dream of it I could like make it happen before I even read about like um, manifestation any things like that I was on like oh I just keep thinking about it keep doing it something's gonna happen and it, things will happen like my mom would tell you the way I got to New York is some random person called her cell phone that I gave her number to from the mpc.com website bought me a ticket to New York and the rest is history. Never wow. met the person ever. They was like, yo, we like your music, want you to work on this project. My mom was like, man, you're not fucking going over there. <laughs> he said, you're not even old enough to leave. But I was already graduated high school, so she was like, oh man, he's just going to follow his dreams. Let's uh let's make it happen for him. Yeah, wow. Wow. That's beautiful. So I'm like, the, uh, yeah, that, it's like I tell people, if you could believe, if you believe you could do something, man, you're going to do it. As much as the nonsense that people think that shit is, you can really do it. It's like when we was working the guitar center before you got there, there was this uh, girl there. I don't say her name. I don't put anybody down. But she was like, oh, I was like, yeah, I'm going to write 20 grand and Jeff this month. And say, oh, no, you can't do that. Nobody ever, ever done it. But then ever after that, I was doing that every month, bro. You were there seeing me. Mm-hmm. But she told me yeah. you can't do it. So I was like, ah, you come here. I, like, I believe I could do it. I don't just fuck it. You don't believe I can do it. Mm. Wow. Wow. Wow, man. So, I mean, it sounds like in addition to how you, you, you had a very clear understanding of being able to almost, I guess you'd say, speak things into existence and then put the work in exactly. to follow that, that thought pattern and like yeah. just help, help the universe line things up. If I'm, if I'm hearing you correctly. Exactly, yeah. And I, I, it worked for me very well. And it stopped working for me when I started learning more about it because I was putting too much uh, emphasis on stuff. And then I had, and that's another thing, I had to really go back to being like that inner child, getting back to my inner child inside to like grab the things that I want instead of just like doing a textbook. Because that, you know, textbook's not gonna get you nowhere. No, I mean, Textbook's gonna get you somewhere. It's gonna get you in a lot of debt. That's what a textbook's gonna get you. <laughs> you know, but wow. real experience and like acting, you know, outside of you know, outside of thinking. I mean, you just shouldn't think, but you only can think to a certain degree. You have to rely on like something that's like deep beyond thinking. You know, you gotta transcend that. Wow! 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 No, man, that's. Man, that's in and of itself. I hope everybody who listens back to this, like, really catches that one, cause that, that's 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 huge, man. Like, I think the serious line between you know learning the things you need to like get into something, and just being uh, afraid to really try. So you hide behind the academics of it all. Just I need to read another manual. I need to watch another video yeah. instead of just trying and failing and just getting your hands dirty. You're doing it exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so, I, it's wow. It's so crazy. Because, you know, a lot of people are here, you know, they got to do this, you know, we can do that. But, you know, you're going to keep reading. I'm sorry. You can keep reading all this stuff, but what are you trying to do? Are you trying to do something or are you trying to be like a scholar and your, um, and whatever you want to do and teach, you know, your textbook shit like that back and forth? That, that, that's not gonna, you know, that ain't gonna get you nowhere. I mean, it can get you somewhere, but mm. it's not gonna get you exactly where you wanna go. 
Wow. Running red lights, bro. <laughs> nah, that's cool, man. But wow, man, that's that's wow. Those are jewels, bro. Those are definitely. There's a lot to be said to just going through the, the the trials and tribulations of getting better at something, man, and sharpening yourself and allowing other people to sharpen you on your journey. Like exactly. you can't really get that in a textbook, man. No, nah, that's a that's no. No, you can't you you're not you're not gonna get that in a textbook at all. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna get <clears throat> know how, but <clears throat> it's like you could read a you could read a book about how to shoot a basketball, bro. You could read a book all fucking day. Every day for the rest of your life. <laughs> but mm. you gotta you gotta figure out how to shoot a basketball easier by just imagining it in your head than you are by just reading, oh, pick up the ball, then play. No, you gotta put some action, you gotta try to shoot the ball and like miss a few shots first before you're gonna get it in. But you're gonna mm. miss all those shots, keep reading that book. Mm. The book is just gonna get you to a certain point. And I'm not saying not to read anybody. No, I, of course I, I not. Absolutely. I, I read All two books time. a week, every week. You know, two Absolutely. books, at least two books. So you got to read. But if you don't put that action, you don't put that knowledge, you know, they say knowledge is power. Like, no, man, knowledge is potential power. Once you put that action behind the knowledge, that's when you got the real power. Mm. Much love to Tommy Farmer, producer, real estate guru, just an all-around amazing freaking sage, man, master of the universe, to be honest, man, like this dude, whoo, stuff he talks about, man, it's gonna be dope, make sure y'all tune in to the next episode, so you hit part two, that amazing interview with that good bro, it's definitely been a great show, it's your boy Phantom Fuego, P-H-A-N-T-M, P-H-U-E-G-O And you are tuned into the news, views, previews, and reviews With just a twist of his ghetto point of view Ooh, ooh, ooh <laughs> Yeah, thank you guys so much Please continue to like, share, subscribe to the show Tell a friend to tell a friend uh, Shout out your favorite episodes, man Let people know which episodes you like the most and why On your favorite platforms, man And, you know, as always, you can find us on his ghetto point of view on ig as well as hgpov his ghetto point of view show uh check us out man catch us get in tune hit us in the dms man let us know how you like the show what you think we should change as always any artists trying to get stuff on the platform bands trying to showcase their new project coders working on their new apps investors I got the new projects in the works, people working on new, new movies, their new TV shows, etc. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. Get your stuff in front of the best audience in the stratosphere. And thank you guys so much for being the best audience in the stratosphere. Because I couldn't do this thing without you guys. Please continue to like, share, subscribe, hit that bell, hit that notification so you know when the next show comes out. And tell a friend to tell a friend. 
Wednesday, Sundays is when we get to it. You know how we do it. It ain't nothing to it. This fall is going to be mother-freaking bananas, man. And I am so excited for it. Shouts to Tommy Farmer. Shouts to all the amazing guests that got popping up and pulling through soon. Y'all not going to want to miss a single damn episode. Get in tune. Get back. Summer's over. We rolling back in. We getting back out. We shaking the rest off and we getting back on. It's your boy, Phantom Fuego. This is his ghetto point of view. Let's go. Love y'all. Peace.